Today's Tanya, which is the final part of chapter 25, is very insightful in how each and every one of us can deal with our temptation with the evil side, the sitra achra, the other side within us. <clears throat> he says like this, I want you to remember that evil doesn't really exist, just like darkness. That's why actually we use the analogy of darkness. Darkness is just the lack of light. And therefore, the moment light comes, it pushes away darkness. That's all you need to do. So true, so too, the sitra achra, the other side, even though it seems to have so much energy, it manages to energize all things that are not kosher, and, and manages to en- energize idolatry, etc. It manages to even energize the animal soul within us. Nevertheless, it doesn't exist on its own. It only exists from holiness. It's just that holiness gives it a very small amount of energy, like as we said reluctantly, and that keeps it going. But the moment you have holiness there, you bring holiness in, the darkness disappears. And the moment you shine your godly soul, it can overpower the, the animal soul that the person can be able to totally overcome it. And that is what we've been talking about in chapter 29. When a person you know, berates themselves and gives themselves a grounding on how, how negative and how destructive the animal soul is, it lights the light in their soul, the godly soul, and allows to overpower the animal soul, and it disappears. He says, I'll give you an example from the Torah. We find that the Jewish people sinned a few times throughout the stay in the desert. One of the most famous ones and consequential ones is when they sinned with the story of the spies, where they believed the, the spies that Israel is a dangerous place, and therefore the Jews decided to not trust God, that he'll take them there, and they made a whole to-do. And they even said that the local citizens of Israel at the time, who were giants, are stronger than God himself. They didn't believe God is able to. And then a few minutes later, they say, you know what? We want to go to Israel and actually go embark on it. What, what happened in between? What happened from believing that they're unable to go to, yes, we want to go? And actually, Hashem had to stop them and say, don't go because my spirit has left you and you will not be victorious if you go now. What happened was they got a mapala, as they say in South Africa. They got a real grounding because Hashem gave it to them. After Hashem saw how they were complaining, Hashem kind of made a promise that he's not going to bring this generation into Israel. And when the Jews got that clop, it was a huge awakening for them, and they realized, gosh, we've lost the way. So what do you see from here? You see that sometimes all it takes to give a Jew back on track is a slap across their face. Now again, as we spoke about yesterday, that doesn't mean literally, and not necessarily does it always mean figuratively, but sometimes for ourselves, the best way to deal with challenge with the challenge of the animal soul is by just you know giving a serious talk to the animal soul get angry with it and that takes its ego out because naturally we're all believers and over here he says a beautiful thought he says so next time any person has a doubt in faith you wake up saying you're not sure god exists you're not sure if god really runs this world you're not sure if god really cares if he exists Remember, that's only from the animal soul. 
but you're deep down a believer. So what you have to do is just push that away. That's not who you are. I'm being my authentic self. My authentic self doesn't believe. No, 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 no. that's baloney. A Yisrael, a Jew is anachnu mamin, mamin, and we are believers, the children are believers. And if a Jew tells you they don't believe, don't believe them. It's in your DNA. It's like somebody coming and saying, I know I look human, but I'm really an ape. No, you're not. I know you think you're an ape. You're not. So too, a Jew coming and saying they don't believe, consciously maybe, but deep down, there's something there that you believe. And he says the truth is, even the other side, the animal soul, is not doubting belief. They, it believes as well. Like the analogy we gave previously in Tanya of a king who hires a harlot to seduce the son, the prince, but he's hoping that the son does not get seduced, but rather is a man of character. And the truth is the harlot herself doesn't want the son to be seduced because she knows that she wants this boy to end up to be an ethical king who's going to be her king as well, but she has to do her job. So too, the animal soul does its job to tempt us, but deep down, it doesn't want us to fail. On the contrary, it hopes we overcome it. 